So violent crime can be significant in Mexico, but it's typically directed at Mexicans and those involved in the drug tree or organized crime. You. Hello everyone, welcome to the channel entitled Fitty Ain't Nothing But A Number Yo with your host Language Farrell. On this channel, we'll meet individuals who after the age of 50 who have decided to change what they do, what they believe, what they think is possible, what they read or are reading, and lastly who they are. This will be done by conducting interviews, reviewing short stories, and videos with the individuals in question. So if you're ready, Let's meet some interesting people. Should I retire to Mexico? Oh, Mexico. I've been to Mexico a few times in the past, but sadly I've only had the chance to visit Tijuana, Ensenada, and Cabo San Lucas when I lived in the San Diego area during my military days. Unfortunately, kidnapping, drug trafficking, drug trafficking occupy much of the news about Mexico here in the States. But Mexico is a very large country with much to offer and many things to do. The categories that we're gonna discuss during this review are healthcare, crime, cost of living, infrastructure, weather, and culture. So if you're ready, let's start with healthcare. Healthcare in Mexico. Mexico is the three-tier healthcare system. The Instituto Mexicanos del Seguro AKA the Mexican Social Security System, is an entry-level system. This system is open to the vast majority of working Mexican nationals. The paperwork must be submitted by your employer, but the system is also open to expats. The next system, Seguro Popular. This is a system for nationals who don't qualify for the IMMS, such as the unemployed and the homeless. But between the two systems, everyone's covered. Next up, private health care. Private healthcare is the highest form of healthcare and is considered excellent. Healthcare facilities may be readily available in large urban centers, but can be difficult to find in rural settings, which is not untypical for large industrial nations, even in the US and other European nations. Though public healthcare is readily available, the quality and availability of specialists and modern equipment may lag far behind that of the private sector. The IMMS, Healthcare is funded by the Mexican government and doctor's visits typically cost about $20 US, the equivalent to about $20 US, with diagnostics tests typically one-third the cost of US. The Mexican government spends approximately 2.5 of its GDP on healthcare. Mexican public health ranks 61st in the world, the US ranks 37th. Mexican private healthcare is considered much higher is rated much higher and is typically the choice for expats and nationals earning a higher income. All right, so next we're gonna talk a little bit about crime. So violent crime can be significant in Mexico, but it's typically directed at Mexicans and those involved in the drug tree or organized crime. The Mexican government makes a concerted effort to, rec to direct these crimes away from high tourist areas such as Cancun, Puerto Vallarta, and Acapulco etc., where they can impact tourist revenue 
where they can impact source revenue. In high crime areas, it is not unusual to find criminals better armed or equally as armed and resourced as local police, who in some rare instances can be in collusion with local gangs or organized crime. Like many developing nations, travelers are advised to be on the guard against crimes of opportunity. This includes pickpocketing, purse snatching, etc., which can occur near public transportation or currency exchange stations. Kidnapping or express kidnapping, kidnapping for the sole purpose of quick cash, have been on the rise and they target wealthy and middle class Mexicans and in some rare instances foreign tourists. Mexico has a crime index of 54.08 which places it at the moderate crime level. Crime index usually goes from low 20 to 40, moderate 41 to 60, above 60 is considered high crime. It also has a safety index of 45.92, placing it in the moderately safe country category. Above 60 is considered very safe. 41 to 60 is considered moderately safe, and above and below 40 is considered unsafe. Like many countries, crime can vary by location. Tijuana, for instance, has a crime index of 71.8, which places it very high versus Merida, which has a crime index of 25.5, which places it very low. Cost of living. Again, we're talking about, we're talking about Mexican nationals, we're not talking about expats. But when we look at the cost of living, the average monthly salary after taxes is $667. The average monthly cost of living is $786. A one-bedroom apartment near the city center is $427, which may be in line with the cost of many other developing nations. Therefore, it is very possible that even with an average Social Security benefit of $1,827, a retired American can manage on Social Security here quite well. Obviously, the cost will be affected by locations, as location near beaches or popular American tourist destinations will be much, much higher. If you choose to live among expats, not only will the cost of living be much higher, but it may at times appear that you're living in a separate country, separate from the other Mexican nationals. Weather. So when we talk about weather in Mexico, Mexico is a very large country with the variance in weather associated with destinations. For instance, it could be tropical forests, deserts, fertile valleys, or snow-capped mountains. There are, two, there are typically two seasons in Mexico, rainy and dry. In Baja California, it's temperate and dry. The Sierra Mountains with high altitudes can be cool and cold. Northern Mexico has high temperatures, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, August to 48 in January, with occasional snow. Central Mexico, where um, Central Mexico, which includes Mexico City, is going to be 80 uh, degrees Fahrenheit to 40 degrees Fahrenheit based on season. The Pacific Coast region, which includes the Mexican Riviera, is 70 to 90 based on season. Southern Mexico, such as Oaxaca, is 47 to 88 degrees Fahrenheit based on season and altitude. The Gulf Coast region, which includes, Ver which includes Veracruz, is going to be 88 to 64. The Yucatan Peninsula, which includes Merida, is going to be 95 to 64. Merida has the reputation for being very safe, but also very, very hot. 
Infrastructure. Travel to the U.S. is approximately 2.39 hours with an approximate distance of 1,075 miles. A round-trip ticket has a cost ranging from a few hundred bucks up to a thousand bucks depending on time, location, and seasonal events. Airports. There are a large number of airports which have direct flights to the U.S. and many international flights can be obtained via Mexico City. Next, railway. The railway needs modernization and renovation. At present, there are no high-speed lines currently available. Buses. This is the most convenient and widely used intracity travel form. Roads. Toll roads are well maintained, but other less used roads can be hit or missed. City traffic is usually very congested and can be a major problem, especially in and around large cities. Driving on quiet or isolated roads at night can be, at nights can be risky and is not advised. Culture. Mexico is almost exclusively a Spanish-speaking country with very little of the population speaking English, approximately 13%. The music, mariachi, ranchera, and norteños, and the dance, which includes mestizo and danza, are very important parts of the culture and play a large role in socialization. Next, family life. Family life is extremely important, and it is not uncommon to find intergenerational families living together. You will find colorful art plays a very dominant role in the culture. Holidays such as Dia de los Muertos, Arnidet, and Navidad, Christmas are heavily celebrated throughout the country. Last but certainly not least, Mexico is known for a large, wonderful variety of foods which can be mild or spicy, but rely heavily on meat and carbohydrates. Final thoughts. So what are my final thoughts on retirement for Mexico? I'll start with my pros. Pros, the cost of living is low and the dollar goes a very long way, especially considered compared to life in the US. The proximity and ease of travel back to the U.S. to visit family and friends and conduct business is convenient in both time and cost. The Spanish is, a, Spanish is a fairly easy language to learn. I love the Spanish music and dance. The people are generally considered friendly and warm. Cons. The level of crime and the extent to which it is embedded in the culture. The over-reliance on buses and road travel between cities can be time-consuming and frustrating. The food, though delicious, relies very heavily on meat and carbohydrates. And Mexico does not lag far behind the U.S. in food-related health risks. The high, number of Mexican, the high number of American expats both drives up the cost of living and encourages the promotion of U.S. values and customs upon the Mexican population. However, if I must live close to the U.S., Mexico would be my country of choice. And remember, achieve something different. Believe something different. Conceive something different. Read something different. But most importantly, be something different. The world is waiting. Thanks for stopping by. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Ciao for now.